This is episode number 14. American Enterprise Economics. What is our socioeconomic legacy and how does it fit into the great American enterprise for the future? Apathy is worse than sympathy, empathy, allergy, or a shortened eulogy. That's my quote in my book, The American Enterprise Manifesto. What is our legacy for serving all Americans rather than just the few monarchs? The L is for leverage. The E is for enterprise. The G is for government. The A is for achievement. And C is for entitled or for limited control. And the Y is for serving the youth and the aged. In other words, we need to use capital and enterprise to serve the youth and to serve the government for achievement of of equity with limited control of the youth and for serving the aged. Is it served by following economic philosophies? The blue economic formula, which is the, the, the Democrats. Governance makes policy that solves problems using Keynesian theory that cutting government spending hurts the economy and spreading the wealth by taxation funds for the government debt and deficits. This leaves the youth and aged without their entitlements. The red economic formula or the uh, Republicans. Governance makes policy that cuts taxation to spur economic growth and create wealth for the monarchs and leaves debt and deficits to later generations that leave the youth that leaves the youth and aged without safety nets. The American enterprise economic formula, in contrast, stands for smaller government, creates more business enterprises, competing for profits and quality that fund technology, capital development for infrastructure, repairs, infrastructure repairs, and promotes balance of trade for foreign commerce by privatizing redundant state and federal agencies into cost-effective and accountable service companies. The great American enterprise will balance debt, budgets, and trade in five years. The red and blue will further bankrupt the existing monopsony, or we could call it the the monarchy for generations to come. This episode is about uh, American enterprise economics uh, versus red and blue economics. In other words, the Democrats and the Republicans' economic legacy. What is our socioeconomic legacy and how does it fit into the great American enterprise? Well, under blue uh, economics, Using Keynesian theory, cutting government spending increases, um, no, I'm sorry, government spending hurts economic growth. Uh, For example, Obama and his advisors are Keynesians. They believe that government spending creates jobs and grows the economy as the purchaser of last resort. The use of the Federal Reserve banking system 
to set interest rates, controls inflation, and increasing taxes to balance the growth of the federal budget will control the American economy. On the other hand, the ready economics, under trickle-down economic theory, increasing taxes hurts economic growth. Reagan and his advisors, who were trickle-down advocates, proposed that uh, by lowering taxation, you stimulate economic growth. They and current Republicans believe that cutting taxes creates jobs and grows the economy by giving entrepreneurs, small businesses, and risk-takers more capital to create jobs and and grows the economy. That the continued growth of big government is a byproduct of unacceptable entitlements, but support runaway lawmaking and punitive regulations. On the other hand, the American enterprise economic um, theory, or formula, let's call it, uh, bigger government creates smaller business enterprise. Smaller government induces bigger business enterprise. Downsize government, privatize regulatory agencies, and economize the cost of government creates the dynamics of enterprise, which are jobs, 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 and gross, gross national product growth becomes the result. Through reduced government overhead, the deficits are eliminated, national debt is paid down, and America's needed entitlements are intact. To do this, capital is required. Equity capital is required, both human and monetary. So recapitalizing America's enterprise by using investment taxation for those who have high net worth will capitalize small businesses, entrepreneurial initiatives, and funding risk takers who will save the great American enterprise. So what is the solution? Is it simple or is it impossible? Well, here are my suggestions for solutions. Number one, fund idea generation through lending to and investment in uh, grassroots of enterprise and reduce dependence on taxes and more and, and, uh, more on profits. Two, fund small business startups and expansion with adequate capital formation. Three, fund SBA, FHA, FHL, et cetera, for the sake of small business, not big, not for bigger consolidations. Four, reduce taxation by 50% on small businesses. Tax net worth, not net income. In fact, the biggest taxes in this country that are collected are sales taxes and property taxes. And the top 1% of America doesn't pay 90% of the income taxes. Um, Other taxes, SIN taxes, energy taxes, estate taxes, embargoes, we have to reduce that down to a reinvestment in the American enterprise rather than eroding it. Number five, Privatize certain business agencies for the sake of investing entitlement resources in the economy. Investment through control strategies. A 6% annual return on investment in our economy results in positive cash flow to pay down our negative debt financing. So this would be the investment, privatize the investment of 
healthcare savings accounts, social security funds, and eliminate the costly healthcare enforcement structure. Number six, reduce laws and regulations by 50%. We pass a law, we get rid of 10. We create a, an institution, get rid of three. The institutions that we now are looking at are OSHA, CMS, HHS, GAO, OIG, IRS, EEOC, environmental agencies. Limit laws passed to to one, eliminating by eliminating 10. Number seven, require fair representation of the chambers of commerce. Remove PACs for campaigns. 50% 50% of the legislature and Congress should be private sector representatives. Reduce the dominance of Congress by attorneys and big business, big special interests who use former politicians as lobbyists. Eight, privatize government agencies that are losing or in deficit positions. Post office, uh, TSA security force, health and education, uh, and commerce and agriculture. What, what would this do? It would take from the big and give to the small. The very concept of many doing way more than the, a dominating few, few will kick butt. Within five years of implementing these principles, unemployment will be resolved. Full employment can be a goal. So could lower crime rates lower divorce rates, fewer teenage pregnancies, fewer war deaths. Baby boomers financing can be lowered lowered due to economic health and wealth. Within 10 years, America will be out of debt and fulfilling the promises we make for the greater good. Principles for true change. Number one, support the American Enterprise Party for the unrepresented by the private sector to balance budgets as true alternative to government for the, the elite, by the elite, and to the elite's benefit. Two, elect governors to the American Enterprise Party for they are being dumped on by the national parties for the sake of practicing politics as usual and avoiding the true solutions. Only the government governors can make true changes at the grassroots. Three, establish the flag Established that the flag represents the country's greatness. It has three colors for a purpose. It is more than red and blue. It is also white in the middle for a reason, a more pure alternative for the middle classes, the aging Americans, the minority interests, and the immigrants, the legal immigrants, the unrepresented small businesses, and more than ever, the financial position of the multi-government entities who are not now accountable. Transparencies only show us the errors in strategy and tactics. It is too late after the horse is out of the barn. Four, elect government officials based on private sector experience and eliminate the tagline lawmakers. It should be job at peacemakers. Rather than squeeze small business to death with unnecessary regulations, help fund capital needs with true debt instruments based on performance and a return on investment. Five, provide America with a true alternative to conservatives and liberals as a party of deservatives, who are the majority of taxpayers who have little, if any, representation in the governmental 
budget process and have no means for fiscal accountability, but provide 75% of the funding from 46 different national and state uh, taxes. Eight, make education a higher priority than our so-called national defense fair system so our best minds can devise protection for our infrastructure to protect our transportation system, our energy system, our computer networks, our vulnerable elderly and unemployed, underemployed masses, and more importantly, allow us to compete in the world markets. It is an economic war, not a shooting war. That will allow us to lead the world to peace and prosperity. Continuing. Government reform. Do we need entitlement reform? Since Medicare and Social Security are not entitlements, they are uh, savings accounts for um, American citizens. No, we don't need entitlement reform. We need fewer entitlements. We have 13 new entitlements, such as minimum wage, workman's comp, unemployment, food stamps, Obamacare, so on and so forth. We don't need entitlement reform. We need fewer entitlements. Do we need tax reform? Yes, we need tax reform. We need to have the high net worth companies and individuals reinvest their wealth into paying down the government debt and, and, and help manage the, the, small, the smaller entities, uh, uh, businesses, towards more profits and the ability to assist in paying down the national debt. Do we need financial reform? We certainly do. We need to use generally accepted accounting principles for uh, <clears throat> managing the finances of state and federal government. Do we need health care reform? We need a health care system that's based upon a health care insurance policy that enables the beneficiaries to save their own money in their own accounts and make their own decisions, holding the providers accountable for their pricing using cost accounting and quality using quality controls. So we need government reform to enable us to reform entitlements, taxes, financial, um, financial management, healthcare um, insurance, or if we want to call it an investment in people in, in citizens' health, we certainly do need reforms. In Charlie's Reese's um, article that I think I, that I have quoted from in the past and read from in the past, says it seems inconceivable to him that a nation of 300 million cannot replace 545 people who stand convicted by present facts of incompetence and responsibility. The 545 being the 100 senators. 445 congressmen, nine Supreme Court justices, and the president. I can't think of a single domestic problem 
that is not traceable directly to these to these 545 people. When you fully grasp the plain truth that 545 people exercise the power of the federal government, then it must follow that what exists is what they want to exist. If the tax code is unfair, it become, it's because they want it unfair. If the budget is in the red, it's because they want it in the red. If the Army and Marines are, are in Iraq, Afghanistan, it's because they want them in Iraq and Afghanistan. If they do not receive Social Security but are on their uh, elite retirement plan, not available to the people, it's because they want it that way. There are no insolvable government problems. I further quote Charlie Reese, do not let these 545 people shift the balance or shift the blame to bureaucrats whom they hire and whose jobs they can abolish, to lobbyists whose gifts and advice they can reject, to regulators to whom they give the power to regulate and, and from whom they can take the power. Above all, do not let them con you into the belief that there exists disembodied mystical forces like the economy, inflation, or politics that prevent them from doing what they took oath to do. These 545 people, and they alone are responsible. They and they alone have the power. They and they alone should be accountable for the people who are their bosses provided the voters have the gumption to manage their own employees. We have, we should vote all of them out of office and clean up this mess. What you do with this article now that you have read it is up to you. This might be funny if it weren't so true. Be sure to read all the way to the end. Obviously, we need government reform, not more taxes, because government has already taken the voters' livelihood and wasted it. This is a poem, an ode to the American taxpayer by Charlie Reese. Tax his land, tax his bed, tax his the table at which he's fed. Tax his tractor, tax his mule, teach him taxes are the rule. Tax his work, tax his pay, he works for peanuts anyway. Tax his cow, tax his goat, tax his pants, tax his coat. Tax his ties, tax his shirt, tax his work, tax his dirt. Tax his tobacco, tax his drink, tax him if he tries to think. Tax his cigars, tax his beers if he cries, tax his tears. Tax his car, tax his gas, find other ways, tax his past. Tax all he has, then let him know that you won't be done till he has no dough. When he screams and hollers, then tax him some more. Tax him till he's good and sore. Then tax his coffin, tax his grave, tax the sod which he's laid. Put these words upon his tomb. Taxes drove me to my doom. When he's gone, do not relax. It's time to supply, to apply the inheritance tax. The middle class pays 95% of the taxes, not the elite or wealthy, as we are led to believe. Not the large corporations following are the Taxes enterprising Americans pay the government that the government squanders. Accounts receivable tax, building permit tax, license taxes, cigarette taxes, corporation income taxes, dog taxes, dog license taxes, excise taxes, 
federal income taxes, federal unemployment taxes, fishing license taxes, food license tax, fuel permit tax, gasoline tax, gross receipts tax, hunting license tax, inheritance tax, inventory tax, IRS interest charges, IRS penalties, tax on top of tax, liquor tax, luxury tax, marriage license tax, Medicare tax, personal property tax, property tax, real estate tax, service charge tax, social security tax, road usage tax, recreational vehicle tax, sales tax, school tax, state income tax, state unemployment tax, telephone federal excise tax, telephone federal universal service fee tax, telephone federal, state, and local surcharges taxes, telephone minimum usage surcharge tax, telephone recurring and non-recurring charge tax, telephone state and local tax, telephone usage charge tax, utility taxes, vehicle license registration tax, vehicle sales tax, watercraft registration tax, well permit tax, workers compensation tax, and number 47, the death tax. Still think this is funny? No one of these taxes existed 100 years ago, and our nation was the most prosperous in the world. We had absolutely no national debt, had the largest middle class in the world, and mom stayed home to raise the kids. What in the heck happened? Can you spell politicians and politics? I hope this goes around the USA at least 545 times. You can help help it get there. This ends Charlie Reese's final column for the Orlando Centennial and begins the American Enterprise Campaign for Equal Representation and or Voting Power to not just create problems but prevent them or solve them. Continuing, lawmakers are job breakers. See Appendix 2 for the rule of law undone in uh, the book, The American Enterprise Manifesto. I love the term lawmaker. To me, it means more laws, attorneys controlling every facet of society, more cost and less profit to generate capital to fund small businesses that do in fact create most of the jobs. It means most, it means more infrastructure jobs and fewer productive jobs. In Illinois, the lawmakers continue to make 300 laws while the state had 12 billion in debt and 84 billion in unfunded pension debt. This was in 2012. They then increased taxes by 67% and borrowed 4 billion to pay their own pension costs and increase their own salaries by 16% during the Great Recession that I call the Great Depression caused by the Federal Reserve Bank's increase in the member bank's discount rate. This, in fact, is the Great Depression that is bankrupting America's uh, sales force. Ironically, the tagline lawmaker is an oxymoron. 
They are, in fact, job breakers and not debt and debt makers. Why wouldn't we want them to be peacemakers? We should discard this social culture that we need, that we need more laws and, lead, and leaders who exercise their rights to their own special treatment. We, the middle class, unemployed, poverty-limited Americans are, in fact, the majority controlled by this minority that I'm calling the, the monarchy. The Tea Party, the occupiers, the extremists are being led into bankruptcy because of flawed political processes. In fact, what is transpiring in the legislative process is socialization and demobilizing the national capital structure of our nation's enterprise and demonizing the military. To save the enterprise, the Americans who use it for productive work and use it to pay their bills, must not listen to the problem makers, but to our own common sense. It is a third party, the American Enterprise Party, whose platform is not free enterprise nor pure capitalism. It is a political platform of investment in the enterprise system that is the founding father system that the founding fathers set up. Number one, the first plank is our more is is our move to re- reorganize America uh, by taxing net worth, not net income or net purchases. In this manner, the Americans who have capitalized on the great consumer machine due to the Americans' work ethic and use of the enterprise should share their wealth to sustain the enterprise. What impact will this have? Well, Bill Gates, the world's wealthiest individual, would be expected to pay, uh, and I'm not even calling it a tax, he would reinvest uh, some of his net worth uh, into the enterprise and its consumer base to be able to pay down this onerous debt. Warren Buffett would be expected to share his wealth with those that worked in the enterprise that helped that he helped to develop so the rest of us can expand the enterprise rather than giving it to a non-productive charity that takes capital out of the country and or the enterprise. America's GNP capitalizes our, is our net worth in world economy and would produce a gross national net worth at the, pres- at the present time of about $120 trillion. An annual tax or investment of 5% of America's net worth would produce $5 trillion in annual national revenue that can be used to pay down the national debt and seed the enterprise with capital for small businesses that will sustain uh, this enterprise. Second plank, number two, the second plank in our reorganization of America shouldn't use surpluses that will be produced by this taxing system to save the consumer powerhouse that that the rest of the world uses at no cost. We should be charging China, Japan, India, Germany, Russia, South Korea a distribution fee for accessing our consumer markets. This will help reverse the decline in the balance of trade that has been going on for 20 years, maybe longer. A 5% charge for use for those countries for imbalance of trade of $70 billion per month would produce $840 billion distribution fee base. 
at 5% per year, 42 billion would be collected for use of our consumer markets. Also, the, the portion that is not consumed by our government agencies has to be intermarked for infusing capital into the small businesses that create the products that, that the rest of the world will manufacture and resell into our enterprise unless we bring those businesses back and repatriate, repatriate, repatriate them into our economy. This will bring trillions of dollars back into our um, trading stream. After paying down our national debt at one trillion per year, one trillion in surplus can be used to supplement the distribution fee charged to the to our foreign producers. All of this capital should be infused into the development of small businesses and and infrastructure repairs. That creates 16 million jobs. We need to attain full employment. Number three, the third plague to reorganize America is to downsize government machine that was built up since World War One. Currently, we have 19 million government, now it's 22 million government employees costing over $1 trillion per year in labor costs and unfunded pension and health care costs of $25 trillion per year. By downsizing privatizing government agencies, we provide more private sector jobs that create capital for the private sector, and those employees will create more net worth and more tax revenues from capital conserved to sustain their enterprise. If we were to privatize agriculture, energy, transportation, education, security, health care, post office, and commerce, we would reduce, we would save $200 billion a year in overhead costs, thereby creating 11 million private sector jobs to operate the American enterprise more efficiently and effectively. The fourth plank is our approach to energy and foreign affairs. <clears throat> First and foremost, we must give peace a chance. Currently, the $38 billion per year in foreign aid, which is now $50 trillion or billion, is not creating any goodwill. Rather, we should be investing in foreign, in foreign infrastructure, investing our newfound capital in those countries to create more consumerism and improve standards of living that gifting can never accomplish. At the same time, we are spending $700 billion per year on war, calling it defense, of which $3 trillion has been spent on weapons of mass destruction that we hope we don't have to use, plus another $200 billion per year producing or policing the world that wants us to keep our noses out of their cultures. Once we have established ourselves not as lawmakers but as peacemakers and international, not international lawbreakers, we can team up with other oil companies to control the cost of energy by forming our own OPEC. We can have a coalition with Russia, Canada, Argentina to produce competing energy solutions that will control the escalation of Arab OPEC pricing. Number five, the fifth plank is the salvation of entitlements as only red as the only red reason to have government, no real reason to have government in place in the first place. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, healthcare are not the problem. It is abuse that has have been conceived by too many rules and regulations. If the enterprise were allowed to innovate. These entitlements can be more practical in the application of their funding. In fact, when you look at the, the law, they are not truly entitlements. 
They are savings accounts for each individual who has put aside their money for that purpose. For example, healthcare expenditures must be based on outcomes, not incomes. Paying performance at every level of government means a paradigm shift away from lobbyists to accountability, not transparency after the horse is out of the barn. Unemployment must be eliminated by capital infusion into small businesses. Workman's comp must be eliminated by safer working conditions using more capital to make productivity our goal using technology to computerize and standardize processes, thereby eliminating waste before it is factored into our enterprise. Sorry. Continuing, the platform of the American Enterprise Party is to provide solutions to problems rather than frivolous debating of issues. The difference is that we are dealing with priorities rather than disagreements between the red and the blues. We do not waste our time, energy, rethinking and trying to remake the Constitution. The Supreme Court is in that business. Abortion, same-sex marriages, freedom of speech, poverty in the world, liberty and justice for all, immigrant domain, gun own control, retirement entitlements, life expectancy, family and love life, gay marriage, racism, religion are all inalienable rights, not political issues. So a vote for the stupid stranger is a vote for common sense, the stupid stranger being an unknown candidate for the American Enterprise Party. It is said the older worker does not dwell on perks, but on what works. Ego replaced by will go, and and instead of greed, teamwork for the good of the business, not just personal success. The definition of enterprise we are looking for is in Webster. Readiness for daring action, initiative. This has nothing to do with age or physical strength, but everything to do with effort, attitude, and fulfilling a need. Like an older woman and her man, there is no demand that cannot be met with love. Our personal freedoms are being threatened by the lawmakers, making laws we do not need at the rate of 40,000 a year across the country. Just, you can, it's imaginable on how many regulations we're going to have to support all that. None are ever looked at to be discontinued or taken off the books. I am not a a gun bearer or a gun defender. However, I want the freedom to create and debate if I do not agree with the government's interpretation of the Constitution. Having reread Orwell's Animal Forum in 1984, before I wrote the American Enterprise Party platform that's in Chapter 13 of this book, it became apparent that we are evolving from the constitutional version of America to the institutional version of America's infrastructure. Control of the monetary system is the intent of our current Congress, governorships, city councils, and local agencies. With the help of the Federal Reserve, the interest rates have been used to keep the majority dependent on the minority. Government, by its nature, unless stifled, will tell us what we can't do and help us do what we can and, and not help us do what we can do. Irony is its worst, at its worst. What the American Enterprise Party does is give we the people the alternative to exercise the true value of voting, change for the sake of saving 
the economy, not the sake of saving the monarchy. It's interesting if we take a look at the numbers, uh, if the American Enterprise Party is to be effective and can elect 20 seats uh, in the Senate and no, eight seats in the Senate and 20 seats in the House, uh, the American Enterprise Party can be the swing vote, pulling the red and blues closer to the middle and getting things done.